is now serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. That's right. It's the podcast where we serve the tea, the tea being the truth or our versions of it each and every week. And I think we have some feisty tea to serve this week. So would you look at that? I think, is the kettle ready already? (laughs) Oh. right on schedule I see this is we have to send out like so many alerts right now this is a massive massive milestone for us this is our 50th episode <laughs> or as I was referring to it before we started recording I'm like this is our 50th anniversary no this is not our 50th anniversary this is our 50th episode though holy shit holy shit that's amazing this is insane can you believe this I I can and I can't at the same time. I can't believe we have 50 episodes. This is huge. You know, what have we talked about? <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember anything we've talked about. I don't remember anything we've done, but it has been it's been I'm just kidding. No, it's been a really great experience and I'm just so happy to see where we are now because mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. things have changed so much since our very first episode in our personal lives, in the world. This podcast has grown and evolved Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's just really interesting to see you know we we kind of just started this out to see let's just try this out and see what would happen and here we are I really look forward to our tea party each and every week (laughs) me too and I was what's really funny I don't know if this has happened to you but um Mm -hmm. I just had brunch before before we started recording this Mm -hmm. And this this is a conversation that happens a lot, but people often ask like, okay, well, what is the podcast about? And I'm like, I actually don't know. And I often think, I'm like, well, what did we talk about last week? But it's always just like fun conversations that, you know, we would have if we were actually in the same room. And you just kind of, you know, hinted at this. When we started this podcast, our lives were very different. We recorded in the same room. Yes. Uh, we were in the same city, yes. our hometown of London, Ontario. Yes. Now we're in two different cities. You're in Toronto. I'm in Ottawa. In this, again, we've talked about this in the past, but this is like a, a weekly time for us to catch up on uh, on our own lives. But then we talk about some of the things that are going on in the world too, which is, it's been so much fun. It has. 50 episodes. 50 episodes. I know. I can't believe it. Um, just trying to do a quick inventory of some special memories and special times that we've shared together. I think certainly um, having Denny on was a highlight for me because I'm kind of obsessed with him. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I love his Instagram. I love his Twitter. I'm every single thing he says, I'm like, I'm waiting. Like I'll just be here Mm -hmm. waiting until you say something else. Um, And also just, The laughs, I think. Like, we've had so so many laughs. laughs And (laughs) just hearing, you know, people who have reached out saying, I've listened to your podcast and you guys are hilarious or you really made me smile, this and that. I'm like, you know, we kind of did this for ourselves and it's a a creative outlet for both of us, I think. And just something to pour some good energy into. And it's 
great to hear that other people get that out of it too, you know? Mm -hmm. Great. Um, Also, I think we've talked about some really important things that I think maybe some of our listeners or even ourselves didn't consider previously or didn't really dive too deep into. Wow, Mm -hmm. that was a terrible sentence. But, you know, just certain things that maybe we wouldn't have thought about or different perspectives. And our friend Jordan, our notorious friend Jordan, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jordan and I had a great conversation on New Year's Eve. I don't know how much he'll remember because he can't hold his alcohol the way that I do. Oh, (laughs) shots fired. (laughs) Jordan, you have to come on and defend yourself eventually. (laughs) I will just be enticing him to come on. Mm -hmm. I will be baiting him at every opportunity that I have. I... Um, just, you know, we, we, I'm just kidding, but we had a great conversation New Year's Eve and he said, you know, you're, you're such a different person than when I met you 10 years ago or whatever it is. And I said, yeah, you know, I think we're all different people than we were 10 years ago, oh my gosh, yeah. but he was like, I've learned a lot. And I feel like this is your purpose in my life. I've, I've had different, um, like I've considered things that I haven't considered before. I thought about things from your perspective or this and that. And I don't know if he'll remember me saying that or if he'll remember himself saying that. He certainly did. He also said I was the most perfect woman he's ever encountered. And I was like, well, of course. So that's how I knew he was telling the truth. That's that's very sweet. And I actually remember being there for that conversation. Yeah. Okay. And that was, there was so, a yes, no, I was a witness. And that was so, it, it is neat. And I, I can't say I've had like an, as impactful of a conversation, but I've had conversations with people outside this where it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I, I heard you and Jess were talking about this. This is my opinion. This is mm-hmm. my perspective. And that's been mm-hmm. so cool. And that's mm-hmm. something I never really expected to to fully get from this. But mm-hmm. I would say that's one of the biggest things that, that I actually have, um, you know, left this with so far. Certainly. One of, one of my Certainly. favorite memories, this is going way back to episode <laughs> one, when we were in the same room recording. Yes. We had, we were connecting, we had these uh, other microphones that we connected to a, a legit like soundboard and then had um, like all these things <laughs> and we're hooking into a computer like, oh my gosh, it was so, so much we had uh, had going on. And it was cool. I remember feeling so awkward though, because we talked about putting this podcast together for so long and then we finally recorded it and it was so it felt so awkward the first time just like mm-hmm. talking about these things. And I think you can hear it in our voices when you actually go back and listen mm-hmm. to that first episode, which if you haven't listened to it, go back and mm-hmm. listen to it and tell us what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll it's never forget really, that. Yeah, no, it's it's so true. You're, you're, you're right about that. I remember being so worried about being politically correct and not wanting mm-hmm. to offend anybody. And well, here we are 50 episodes later. <laughs> and I think that's been the greatest gift that I've received from this process and this experience is that it has really given me courage to s- say what's on my mind and yeah. just practicing saying what you believe in out loud and putting it out there and listening to yourself say it. And I found myself, there's been some opportunities recently where I've been like, I can stay quiet or I can say what I really feel. And 
I've done that. And I think it's because it was almost muscle memory from this Mm -hmm. experience. And I'm saying these things and I just think, wow, I don't know if I would have had not the courage, but I guess the courage or the gumption to have said this in the past or to stand by what I say. And it's just really, it's, it's been a really great process. And I mean, there's also traditionally 50th anniversary gifts are gold. So I will Ooh, be our golden <laughs> anniversary. Look at this. What are, to our followers, what are you going to buy for us? That's yeah, gold. we need to put like a GoFundMe. <laughs> Please. We need another trip. One, it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny when you said that, what I was thinking of is, um, the Canada day episode and what Canada yeah. day meant to you. That was one of, in my opinion, one of the most impactful episodes hearing, uh, you know, your perspective on Canada, yeah. because we spent Canada day together and we had yeah. some conversations about it. Um, but I remember most that weekend I was pretty buzzed, um, at good points sweating (laughs) and (laughs) but to to you know sit back and process everything and then talk about it um and have that recorded and be able to listen back to to everything you said Mm -hmm. that was super impactful and I think that was yeah that which kind of led to that conversation with our friend Jordan um Mm -hmm. also I remember talking about pride what pride uh, meant to me and how that's evolved over Mm -hmm. the years um from my perspective I really remember that. And I, I think when we started this, I never thought similar to you that we would have these, these deep conversations. I think initially we're like, this would be lighthearted and, and, yes. and, and fun and, and poppy. Um, we really talked about this as like a pop culture podcast, which I think we do cover quite a bit of, but yes. we, we do talk about some deeper things, which has been super, super uh, cool. Yeah. Um, really important. One, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think some of my favorite favorite moments that we've uh, had on this <laughs> is when uh, when we get sappy. Sometimes there's been several times where I've legitimately started like welling up because like yeah. we're talking about things that are so special. And I think yes. a lot of that is too with the distance now that we have. So again, when we started this, we were in the same room recording, but a lot of this has turned into us catching up every week. Um, we're recording remotely in two different cities and. It, it is that time to to catch up and connect with with such a good friend. And see, now I'm getting sappy again. I'm not yeah. going to like get worked up though. But <laughs> I think that's <laughs> been that's kind of like turned into like the low key focus of the podcast in a lot of way. It is it, it's time to catch up, but we're recording that and sharing that with all of our our new friends, our our listeners. That's my perspective, at least. Exactly. I think, and I think that so much has happened since we started this podcast, it's kind of like a magical journey that we've been on because I don't think the most change I've experienced, change and growth that I've experienced in my life began when we started this podcast. Yeah. Everything's, everything changed. Wow. Now that I'm thinking about this, this whole process is likely some sort of divine intervention from the universe and (laughs) don't fucking laugh at me. (laughs) And, but seriously, the most change and growth and, and just the, the challenges that I think we've both experienced discomfort, periods of really, really intense joy, just reaching goals and things like that, that I think we've, we've both 
dreamt of and Mm -hmm. seeing things come to an end that we didn't think would happen or just different things. And this podcast has really been the one common denominator throughout all of this. It's been the one thing that's been there and happening steadily. I mean, we did take a couple of small uh, hiatuses, if you will. What's the plural of hiatus? Hiati? Anyways, whatever. Let's go with that. (laughs) (laughs) I just know you don't say cactuses. You say cacti, and it kind of sounds like the same thing. I agree. (laughs) But still, and it's interesting to see, I think, just going back, you can tell where we are in our lives about certain things and our And I think our perspective on different issues when based on what we were going through at the time. And it's just been really nice to have this as sort of a a super soul Sunday sort of thing where, you know, when I was growing up, we went to church every Sunday and now I don't do anything of that sort, but we have (laughs) once a week, we touch base for about an hour and it's just this like perfect, wonderful hour catching up with an old friend, talking about what's on our mind, having a good laugh, maybe a few tears, but it's wholly spiritual (laughs) for me usually and I just love talking to you and it's been great and I really hope that our listeners can feel the true love that is between us here (laughs) I think (laughs) they do the airways (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's so funny yeah it's been awesome and with that, I think you you really you you said something there that really really uh, hit home. Um, I think this podcast really did. It, it was with both of us during this crazy transition yeah. or like it, yes. it, crazy time period in our lives. Uh, I mean, on the surface, yeah, we've just both moved to different cities, but careers, relationships, so much changed in that period of time. And I won't forget sometimes when we did take, I think there was one really long break where I think it was like four or five weeks where we actually did stop recording the podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. And then there may have been like one or two like small breaks where we missed like a week or two there. But I'll never forget that one kind of longer break. That's when a lot of shit like was going crazy for both of us. Mm -hmm. And I remember there were times where it's like, I really don't feel like recording. Like there were times I'm like, no, like. But I'm so glad we pushed through and kept going with this. Mm -hmm. And I now know, like, I'm going to groove that no matter, like, what mood I'm in. And let me tell you, life is so much better (laughs) than than at the beginning, midway and whatnot uh, through this podcast. But um, I'm so glad we we have stuck with this and and are continuing to. And, yeah, like you said, I hope um, all of you listening enjoy this this too. And and we love the feedback. We honestly do. Yes, We we do. We love the feedback and it's so great. And we really just need a TV show now. As yeah, well. totally. A, a TV show that can pay for us to go on vacation is what I'm, I'm looking for or some sort of sponsorship for us to go on vacation and discuss the stunts in waiting. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Denny, if you're listening to this, you, can you help us with this? Please. I think that'd be fun. Oh my gosh, he could he could record. Well, I don't know if he works the camera or whatnot, but he could be the creative genius behind the lens who will help us tell this story and propel us into fame, stardom, and wealth. And then I don't want anyone to know who I am after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. 
I it's know. the little things. <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. Um, uh, but mm-hmm. oh, sorry. We continue. No, no, that 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 was it. <laughs> that was it. But no, I was gonna say um, it's been an absolute pleasure um, doing this so far, and I can't wait for the next fifty episodes um, and and further after that. Um, this has been an absolute blast, um, and of course, we will be right back after this. Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. All right, welcome back. Uh, so with this being the 50th episode, there's been a lot of crazy things that have happened in our lives, as you just heard over the past, yeah, <laughs> since we've recorded. Um, but Jess, something really big happened to you recently. You told me the story and I literally was getting emotional goosebumps as you told me. And you have to share this with everyone. It's such an amazing story. Please. It, it's <laughs> Why, thank you. I will take it away from here. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so I, for for those who do not know me, I, um, earlier this, well, last week, last week, I achieved a goal I have been, uh, I had set a long, long time ago and it's career related and I don't particularly want to get into the specifics of it, but when I was, okay, so this whole thing started back when I was like 12 or 13. I can't remember exactly. It was preteen Treposh. Let me paint you a picture. It is four o'clock and Oprah Winfrey is on TV. Okay. I am obviously home from school, after school, likely eating cheese and crackers, which is funny because right before we recorded this, I just told you I was eating cheese and crackers. <laughs> and I was I remember watching Oprah, Dolly Parton was on. As you may know, I love Dolly Parton. Like the two of them I feel could not be more opposite, but I love Oprah. I love Dolly Parton. I was completely enamored by her watching her on TV her larger-than-life attitude and appearance and this and that. Okay. They're talking about success, and Dolly came from very, very humble beginnings, and they were talking about how they knew they made it. Oprah, I remember Oprah specifically asking Dolly, when did you know that you made it? When did you know I am, like, successful or I'm a celebrity now or I'm rich or this and that? And... They were talking about it, and Oprah said, well, for me, it was when I could buy a Hermes scarf, which for those of you who may be unfamiliar, Hermes uh, is this luxury, iconic luxury retailer, and they make, they're known for their gorgeous silk scarves. And I remember watching the show thinking, um, and, and Dolly agreed, and she's like, yes, I totally get that. I knew when I could buy a scarf, that's when I knew I had made it. And at that time, I was like, wow. As a kid, dreaming, like, maybe one day I'll be successful. And when I – like, I set a goal for myself that day. I'm like, one day when I make this much money or whatever it is, 
I'm going to buy myself a Hermes scarf because Oprah did. (laughs) And I mean, of course, Oprah could buy Hermes, the brand now, but still it was like, that was a huge milestone for her. And so ever since then, and I never told anybody about this. And I have had this in the back of my mind for a very long time, almost 20 years, like 18 years, 17 years, whatever. So this has been in the back of my mind for, as I said, a long time. Every single magazine, every September issue of Vogue I ever bought growing up, Pinterest, this and that, it has always been the apple of my eye. And I have been wanting this scarf forever. And I have been really, really disciplined in not just going out to buy it because it's not that it's that expensive. It's like five, I mean, it is for, it's a it's like a $500 scarf or like a tiny one. And then they go up from there. They can go up to thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily the actual monetary value behind it. It was for me, like when I reach this goal, I'm going to buy this scarf and I'm going to, it's going to be like a whole situation and you know, it likely won't ever happen, but a girl can dream. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to 31-year-old Trayposh, and I got some great news at work last week, and I was like, well, it happened. Mm-hmm. It happened. It happened. I reached this goal, and it was very surreal for me. So Saturday, last Saturday, I had the most amazing day. And at first I was like, I'm going to bring all my girlfriends and this and that, and it's going to be amazing. And every single person I knew was out of the country or just not in Toronto that day. And I was (laughs) like, this is yet another sign from the universe that this is something I have to do on my own and just really celebrate myself. So I went to the store, I got all dressed up. I like curled my hair. I curled my hair. I everything I wore like my nicest clothes because I was really worried because I've had recently some not great experience with luxury retailers being like who just won't wait on you like a la pretty woman right like okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this experience was the best experience one of the best experiences of my life (laughs) I walk into her maze this gorgeous man opens the door for me and this woman comes up to me and she's like welcome to her maze is there something you're looking for? I'm like, yes, I'm looking for the scarf. I'm looking for a scarf. I was like, palms were sweaty. Like I was so nervous because I was like, if this woman isn't nice to me, this whole dream is going to crash and burn. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I was so nervous, but also I was like, I can't believe this is actually happening because I never thought I would get here. I never thought. And especially as a kid, you set these goals and just think like in my wildest dreams. And right? you're young, you're 31 and you've reached this goal, which is yeah incredible. Okay. Like, and sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And so I'm in there. She's like, are you looking for a gift? Are you looking for something for yourself? And I said, actually, it's kind of both. It's it's a gift for myself. I'm looking for this, for a scarf. And I have kind of had an idea of what I've wanted, but they change the prints so often. But one thing that they often have is like a jaguar. And as we all know, I love animal prints. So I was like, you do for this scarf, this and that. That's part of your brand. It is. It's a huge that is part, part of Trey Posh. It is. It is like that Jaguar and the Cartier ads, you know, that just lounges around beside the diamonds. I'm like, that is me. <laughs> that is me. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So I, I told her I'm looking for a gift for myself and she said, Oh, are you celebrating something? And I was like, well, 
uh, sort of, I guess. Like I, I reached a goal and this and that. And she's like, oh, well, how? and she just kept pressing. How long ago did you set this goal? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like I was like a kid. I was like 13 or something. And she was like, oh. And I think when she kind of realized that it had been so long that I had set this goal, she was like, this is serious. And this saleswoman, I feel like I will only ever shop. I only ever want to buy her May stuff from her because she just made shit happen. She was like, well, we we at Hermes are so thrilled that you have decided to share your special day with us and like, congratulations, which I was chuckling to myself so hard because <laughs> after that, everyone just kept coming up to me saying congratulations. <laughs> and oh my God. This man took my coat. She had uh, sparkling water and champagne flutes. She's like, here's just some bubbles to help you get in the mood, set the tone. Like, we're so thrilled you're celebrating here with us. And I was like, holy shit. And all these salespeople were coming up to me being like, congratulations. We're so thrilled you're celebrating with us. And I was like, this is not the most expensive thing in the store by far. But these people went above and beyond to make me feel super special and this and that. So I'm sitting there and she's draping all these beautiful silk scarves all over me. And all I could think about that whole time, I really had to hold it together because it was really emotional for me because I never thought this day would come. And it just, it's almost like in the movies where people have that like reel of things going through their head. And all I could think about was like all the shit that I had to eat to get there, you know, like the things that were really hard to overcome and the things that were really, what I realize now were character building, but that were really challenging for me growing up and being in school and having no money and having to make a lot of sacrifices, which I know everybody can relate to that because everybody at some point has to make some kind of sacrifice. And it just like, I think we all just have different degrees of it. And I just thought about like, you know, times where I was paying my tuition and at the bank teller and my waitressing, uh, like belt (laughs) and her being like, you don't have enough money. And I was like, okay, like rolling quarters out of my float, you know, like, do I have money yet? Like I don't have anything. Um, I remember once when I like moved in with my friend and I just was so dead set on like living downtown and this and that. And I was like, I need to embody this, um, like lifestyle because I'm about to be finish school and I need to be in this mindset of success because I must find a job. The financial crisis just happened. <laughs> Where yeah, am I going yeah. to work? This and that. And I was like, I just have to walk the walk. And I remember moving in with her, having no money. And actually one of our mutual friends, Cam, who used to manage a bar downtown. Yes, club, yes, yes. <laughs> I remember I messaged him being like, I am so desperate for money. Like, is there anything I can do? I will literally do anything. And so from time to time, he would hire me and like pay me under the table to come and be like the coat check girl or this and that or like the cover girl here and there. So I would like work all day, work all night, like go to school mm-hmm. and then work till like three in the morning, like getting people's coats and this and that. And I remember I did that once being like, I can't afford a shower curtain. Like I must, I need this. And he was like, okay, yep. Come do whatever this and that. And I remember like going to the drugstore, getting a shower curtain and all that stuff the next day. Wow. All those things were like 
running through my mind. Mm-hmm, <laughs> all mm-hmm. of those things, all the highs too of like Jessica, we're promoting you. Jessica, we're doing this. Jessica, great job. Although, and I was like, I just can't believe that I'm here. I've dreamt about this for the majority of my life. And then I found this beautiful scarf. It has a leopard or a jaguar on it. And it's wearing this beautiful headdress of feathers that is like pink and red and purples. And they're just so gorgeous. And I tried it on and I was like, this is the one. And I got it. And then I, she was just lovely. And I just was again, like, oh my God, like, I can't believe this is happening. And then I just walked around Yorkville, which is like a pretty, um, you know, her main area. area. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I treated myself to a glass of champagne. I went out by myself at the Four Seasons Hotel and had a glass of champagne and toasted myself. And I was like, this is really, and I was so happy I was alone because it was really just about me. And I raised the glass to myself and I was like, congratulations. Like you worked your ass off and you did it. And as I was sipping the champagne, there was like this older man sitting next to me and he was like very well dressed and, you know, Rolex and this. And like, all you could tell he was like big time money. And he was like, Oh, are you celebrating something? I'm like, I sort of, yes. I mean, it's probably like not a big, and he, again, we like just kept pressing and I was like, it's okay. It's not a big deal to you. I'm sure. And I was kind of telling him the story. I'm like, you know, I just, I set a goal. I always said I would have this scarf and he was like, oh, I remember those days. And I was like, oh, and he's like, you know, I, I came from very humble beginnings of like a son of an immigrant family and this and that and all of this. And he's like, oh, I remember what that was like. And you have to, good for you for like celebrating yourself and like reaching your milestone and like just the resilience that is required and this and that. And he's like, so what do you do now? And I was telling him and he said, what do you do now? He's like, Oh, I, I built this hotel. And I was like, what? And Seriously? he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was what? like, Oh my God. And, uh, he was like, all I can say kid is like, just keep going. And like, you got what it takes. I can tell. And like, it was just such a cool experience. Just like a perfect way to end the day. And, that's um, so amazing, Jess. I, that's yeah, incredible. Yeah. I didn't know about that part. That's crazy. Yeah. And it was just great. And it just was like the best feeling in the world. And I came home and I was like wearing that scarf. I ordered chicken fingers. You and I both have the same favorite meal. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> and I ordered chicken fingers and it was just like the best day. And I just was, it was amazing. And I was, I was really proud of myself and it really felt weird to kind of breathe that like am I allowed to feel this like do I have to keep going and do I have to keep what else like what's next and this and that but I was like I'm just gonna marinate in this amazing experience and it was wonderful and I just can't even tell you I wish that I, I wish that feeling for everyone that I love I really do because it was just if it was so sweet like that victory just was so sweet and I was walking around downtown Toronto after that and I just had this surreal out-of-body moment where I was like I did this all by myself I cannot believe and mind you like I'm sure this isn't a huge thing for most people but it was just a great day and everyone I have told this story to was like bawling their eyes out mainly because like and like I said I really had to hold it together <laughs> but just to think I can imagine everything that has happened just the people who have told me this will never happen or you know and 
it's amazing. It was an amazing day. Well, as I said before, and, and I, I want to say this again, especially so that our, our, our viewers or our listeners um, hear this too, like, this is definitely like, you earned this, like yourself, like this is all you, um, you, you deserve moments like this. You deserve this and so much more. Um, I'm incredibly proud of you. When you told me all this, I was like, obviously dying. Um, and here we go. This is like segment two of our 50th episode. And here <laughs> getting welling up again, but this is so, uh, so well-deserved just like, I am incredibly proud of you. I know, um, our other friends are incredibly proud of you. Um, just so, so, so amazing. And this is only the beginning. Like, this is so amazing. Like, I can't, I can't wait actually for, I don't know, a few years from now, when you like look back on this, I know this is just uh, a, a stepping stone. I know this is, yeah, this is incredible, but oh, so, proud you. You. So, so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, it was. I definitely like feel emotional now too, but <laughs> it, um, it was, it, I, I said this to my cousin where I was like, I have never, I, I, I never thought I'd have to make a new goal. I always thought that would be the end point and that would take my whole career and sort of whatever. This is and, only the beginning. And now I'm like, I've been in Toronto for a year and a half and I can't believe this happened all so quickly. And I just like, I'm taking time to really just enjoy this and like enjoy where I am right now. But I just said to her, I'm like, I can't believe I never thought I would have to make another goal. And it's just so true when people say like dream big, like big, because you really just don't know what could happen. And I think that's kind of proven to us each and every day. And I just, you know, I obviously need to reference my other queen, Lady Gaga, but when she accepted her Oscar award oh my God. in her emotional speech, she was, I remember her being like, this is hard work. And that's exactly how I felt too, where it's just been so funny because everyone I bumped into, because I posted about it on social media, everyone has been like, congratulations on your scarf. I'm like, this is so funny, but everyone's like, just, we all know, like that's when we think of you, we think of like heart working hard, like going hard, this and that. And it's just been like, it feels weird for me to even say that, but it's just been such an incredible experience because it has been, it feels like it's just been forever, like just grinding for as long as I can remember. And it's just really nice. And I think well, you should set a, a goal like just... that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> set a goal like that too. Cause I can't wait to see what you're going to buy for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> True. Mm -hmm. I'll do that. I will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will. Thank you. Great. Well, this is yeah, well-deserved and so proud of you. I know everyone is. Yeah. And yeah, this is definitely the beginning. I can't, I actually am so excited to, to see, uh, to see what's next. <laughs> but well, thank you. <laughs> uh -huh. But with but, that, yeah, that's right. No, I was going to say, if any of our listeners have achieved something that you've wanted for a really long time, or something that you've worked really hard to get, I live for those stories. And I feel like yeah. those kind of stories are really what carried me through a lot of really tough times. And so that's why I just wanted to share this little tidbit with everyone. Like if you're going through hell, keep going. And mm -hmm. if you need someone to like amp you up, I can be that person. <laughs> and that's to everybody, to my friends and family, 
as well. And I don't know if someone needed to hear this story. I hope that they do and just like never give up. It's just not an option. You just got to keep going and <sighs> tweet us. Such <laughs> an inspiration. <laughs> tweet, tweet at Trey Posh, at yeah. Craig Craigman, at, at Craig Craigman, at Chris Craigman, <laughs> at you know, Serving PC, PCS Podcast. Um, and we will be right back. Now Serving Podcast is supported by Zencaster. Zencaster allows us to record in two different locations plus interview guests without sacrificing audio quality. It also makes recording a breeze. Join today and use promo code NOWSERVING to receive 20% off your first three months of service. And now, back to the podcast. So this past week, well, this past Friday, March 8th, uh, we, and I mean me and all the women and some men, which is basically my whole point here, celebrated International Women's Day, uh, a day that uh, celebrates women's achievements and, you know, overcoming challenging biases and whatnot that we all have encountered in our lives. Okay. I'm sure we all had, because we both work at big corporate offices and I, did you have some sort of celebration at work for International Women's Day? We, we did. did uh, we did a, quite a few things. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did uh, a few activities. I won't talk all about it just because I, I want to be careful with what I say, but yeah, we, we, we did a lot of uh, really unique uh uh, things and I, I shared kind of some things that were more public facing on on my Twitter, mm-hmm. um, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was definitely well celebrated and really recognized at uh, at the company I work with. Right, yeah. and same and same with mine, where we had this keynote speaker come in and give this talk, and we had our CEO and just different female leaders at our company give some remarks and this and that, and there was like T-shirts and charity component where we're donating to this and that and everyone's like oh happy international women's day and and then of course you know you see what what goes on on social media and everyone's saying like uh here's to strong women here's to whatever i'm so thankful for the strong women in my life and this and that and but to me there was a glaring omission in this whole narrative and that was the response from the average joe (laughs) Am I wrong here? <laughs> like, I can think of innumerable women who were posting about International Women's Day on International Women's Day and, you know, tweeting about it, posting on Facebook, talking about it at work, sending text messages. I had friends, family members sending, you know, we love you. Here's to great women. You're a fantastic woman, this and that. And I was like, yeah, that's great. But I think most women understand this and really this day needs to be more about men in my opinion and not about them but just their recognition of it because I don't know what perhaps your experience was but I did not see I saw one man that I knew who wasn't posting on behalf of in in a career 
way. Like it wasn't like a LinkedIn post. It wasn't something like I'm proud of my company for blah, blah, blah. It was like one man was like, Hey, happy, happy, (laughs) happy international women's day to all the women. Like you guys really go through it and we all need to do better. And I was like, is, is this the only one? Because what? Like I see women posting all the time about like happy father's day or whatever, or celebrating like remarkable achievements that men accomplish. Sure. And men alike, or, you know, Kobe LeBron passed Kobe last week for all time or past Michael Jordan last week for like all time leading scorer in the NBA. I saw a bazillion posts about that Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. it came down to like, here are the discrepancies or the biases or the challenges that women are facing and here's how we can do our, I didn't see anything about that from any men anywhere. Okay. Thoughts. Yeah, no thoughts. So I like, I think there's two things I have to say here. So I, not that I'm like doing the same as every person, but like I, I, I tweeted something and posted something on LinkedIn. Um, the company I work with uh, had uh, quite a few amazing women that that I have the privilege, the honor of of working with, mm-hmm. um, you know, every day in 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 uh, at the office that I work at, um, and they were mentioned in this list of you know people you should really be following um, because they're you know trailblazers uh, in, right. in in the industry. And so I, you know, posted something um, about that because I was super proud of them. This is amazing. Like this is, I mean, I get to see this every day, but the fact that mm-hmm. this is being like shared with, you know, mm-hmm. the rest of the world, like follow these people. So I, I wanted to, to share that, but I in no way thought that that was like um, really like doing my part. Um, I'm like, I should be doing more. I think that's kind of what I, I left feeling with after I posted that. Um, mm-hmm. It's like when people, you know, whenever there's a tragedy and people are like, Oh, post on Twitter. So post on Facebook. Like my thoughts are with like the people that are, or they change their display picture with like Mm -hmm. an overlay with whatever country's flag. Right. I kind of felt the same thing after posting that, like Mm -hmm. I genuinely meant what I post Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm, Mm -hmm. just like I said, very honored to work with, with all these uh, amazing people. But um, yeah, I, I do agree that the overall, like there wasn't a lot of posts like that. It was mostly posts like, from women um, to other women about uh, International Women's Day. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Agreed. And, of course, like, you know, making a post on social media is probably not the – it's not true action, right? Like, I've I've had this discussion with a lot of people where they're like, that's not actual action. You're not doing anything. And I'm like, I – while I agree with what you're saying, I think it's part of an overall action. I think that – influencing change and making a difference, it's part of it. And I think it is an important part of it because social media is such a prominent part of our lives now from most people. I think that if we had, well, and just, just hear me out for certain things when it, certainly when it comes to brand reputation or uh, risk, um, people, voicing their concern on social media has shown to be, has proven to be a really effective way for things to change. So we've seen, you know, certain brands or this and that them do something and people are outraged and then they pull the, 
you know, they they'll Netflix will pull the episodes or whatever. People will pull the music off of whatever streaming service, or they'll pull, mm-hmm. you know, in the case of like think of H and M last year, like they'll yank that. Like if people didn't voice that outrage from through some sort of outlet, then it wouldn't have changed. Now, does it influence right, right. like political action? Eh. But still, I think it's an important part of it. Anyways, so while I think that it's not the only thing that that you should do, it is an important part. And I just was so disappointed because I just kept I was I I feel like the day is losing meaning and it only really became prominent in the last five or ten years, right? Like I don't really remember yeah, this happening yeah. as a kid. And yeah. at first, and I think it's just becoming like a corporate initiative, quite frankly, where I think that a lot of uh people at companies and the places that they work, it's like a way for companies to be like, we support women and here's what we're doing to blah, 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 blah. But really this needs to have that like social, it, it, it needs to have legs there too. And I think that people think that it's like, this is how you do like the workplace. It's This is a, a movement that needs to happen in the workplace. And it's not because I certainly saw a lot of posts by men about International Women's Day in a very negative way. Like I was mm-hmm. appalled at some of the comments that I would see with different brands and corporations posting happy International Women's Day and just people responding like, don't you mean International Kitchen Day? Don't you mean da 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 da? Ugh, like, why isn't really? she a sandwich? I was like, there are actual people who still think this, and that's why I'm like, is is it that the cost is is there too much risk associated for many men to be posting about this, or men being like, well, where's International Men's Day? And I wanted to be like, newsflash, uh, motherfucker! Every day is goddamn International Men's Day. Like, are you kidding me? But I was really disappointed because to me, what needs to change, it actually isn't women that need to change. It's men because mm-hmm. that's like, so he, some interesting things I learned from our keynote speaker at work. I don't know how relevant or recent her research is, but I'm, I'm going to put money on the fact that it's, 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 it, she, she, she found this research, did this research in good faith. And, um, but she had said that, you know, everyone says that you just need to educate more women, 60% of women graduating university now, or 60% of, um, university graduates are women. So in 25 years, it'll be like that same sort of, it, it it there will be like that correlation of like sixty percent of women of leaders will be women or in the workforce and this and that. But she said twenty five years ago, fifty eight percent of graduates were women from university, and yet only three percent of CEOs in Canada are female. Wow. And she said there's actually more CEOs named John than there are CEOs are women CEOs combined. <laughs> <laughs> so really? that, and it was like, oh yes, it's still very much like a white man's world. And Jeez. that's when I was like, this is this isn't on me. It's not on me to be like like screaming and hollering and like posting all this stuff and this and that. It's on everyone else. It's on it's on men, quite frankly, and straight white men to be more direct. <laughs> and I just think that you know, if you're not posting something, then what are you doing? Like, not not that 
sorry, you don't have to post something, but what are you doing mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. To, to bridge gaps or um, offer solutions for, for women or to, to make a change, a meaningful change. And I just, and then I also see a lot of like women posting like, here's to women supporting other women. And I was like, be careful there because as far as I can see, you only support women that look like you or come from the same sort of background, like upbringing as you or socioeconomic class as you. So it just, I think that there's, it's really problematic that it's getting to be, I just think that there's like a diversity component missing because even the woman giving this keynote address, she's like, I was the first partner at this firm. And I was like, yeah. And she talked about her upbringing and I was like, again, you're a wealthy white woman. And while Mm -hmm. I understand that things were tough for you, I get that. And she went through the challenges she had to overcome and that she really had to fight for. I respect the hell out of that. But she even said when it comes to leadership or women leadership, the percentages are so small when it comes to women. And then it's like exponentially lower and lower and lower, the more diversity that you bring into the mix, that being, are you straight? Are you gay? Are you transgender? Are you a person of color? Are you like, where did you grow up? Like just different things like that. It's just really problematic to me. I'm like, this day is problematic to me. (laughs) I think it's just a way for like, probably these like super rich corporations or white people like men whatever to be like happy international women's day at work and i've done my part for the year it's like just not i i don't disagree with you i do think i i do still think this is my perspective Mm -hmm. i do still think it's great that people are there's still conversations like people are still talking about it even if it is like even if companies are the ones uh, like promoting this and stuff like corporations, things mm-hmm. like that. Like, I feel like at least it's still being discussed. I think more people need to have conversations like, like we're having and, and things that you're saying, because then that's how things change. I think for example, like in, in Germany, I believe now it is, it's a, like an actual like national holiday mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I think with that, like that just like reinforces how important this day is is yeah. i think like the more things like that happen um uh the more important this becomes or the more um i don't want to say credible but like the more um maybe some of the people that are like making these stupid comments will realize this is a legit serious thing mm-hmm. um I feel mm-hmm. like that kind of happened with pride, like pride festivals for the longest time. Like mm-hmm. it's so commercialized now. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking like, this is ridiculous, but yeah. at the same time I'm like, okay, well it's, it's getting more people talking. It's kind of like normalizing it in, in a way. And I'm like, part mm-hmm. of me thinks that's kind of good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. That. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. And I almost wonder if the approach should be less of like a day because I've often heard this argument for Remembrance Day or Veterans Day in the States. Yes, where people yes. say they don't want to have the day off because it will take away from the meaning of this and that. It will become a drinking holiday, which is like, yep, that makes sense for, because it will, it might lose meaning after time. I think what's been really effective in recent years is something like Black History Month, which is every month should be Black History Month or whatever, but it's, it's, you see so much 
conversation and information being shared throughout that month. It's not just one day, like a wham, bam sort of thing. Um, where I think like if we had like a month, like a women's month or something, it would Mm -hmm. be maybe more effective or maybe have more conversations that you could really dig a little bit deeper to have conversations about here's the woman experience, but here's the woman experience if you're a black woman, or here's the female experience if you're a lesbian or whatever, you know? And I think that there's just so much to cover that one day doesn't do it justice. And quite frankly, it's just not the meaning and the purpose. It's just not hitting home for a lot of people because they can't, so because there's so much backlash about it whereas i'm sure well i know that there's backlash against like black history month and mm-hmm. this and that because people are just so effing racist to begin with like it will always be there but i think that we need more time to talk about this kind of stuff and it's just i don't know i think it's really doing an injustice it's just taken on a different sort of meaning it's just become like a corporate thing where everyone's like yep 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 and like a showy sort of thing where i don't i was just really disappointed to see like where all the men where all the men and you know i must say nicole and i took each other out for dinner on friday for (laughs) international women's that's amazing bottle of champagne we went to this gorgeous restaurant and we um had a great time and we clinked and said happy international women's day to us every single time we (laughs) took a sip essentially but the only person who said it to us was our uber driver he was like happy international women's day women are the reason the world is beautiful and this and that and i was like thank you um you're getting five stars because (laughs) you're the only man who said this to me today that wasn't like happy happy whatever from our ceo or this and that you know yeah i just think we have a lot of work to do and and i just also want to say i'm not trying to it's a it's like it's a a false analogy for me to compare international women's day and black history month i understand that i'm just saying that's a really important topic this is too and i think that if we had more time to talk about things we could talk about like those diverse experiences too you know yeah more prominent i I completely i agree Mm -hmm. i yeah i I, Mm -hmm. yeah i completely see where you're coming from Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just really yeah very interesting and i also read this article about how even technology is more biased towards women and um, how all the Google Home and Alexa and Siri, they're all female voices because they're playing this like female role of being there to like figure things out for you, do your research for you. This And I was like, whoa, this is so interesting. But it was very true. It's like, hey, Siri, can you find this? Hey, can you do this? Like an assistant, which goes back to thinking like, you know, Mad Men essentially, like your assistant is a female, of course. And I was like, well, I'm going to need to change Siri to a man's name. <laughs> I was going to say, I had um, like my Google Homes, like they're all, or my, should say Google Assistant is set to uh, a male voice now. Oh, um, 
Interesting. I just changed it the one day. But that's well, a very interesting yeah. trailblazer. Yeah, I'll find <laughs> the article and, and tweet it out. It was it was interesting to see just how uh, women are more. It's still kind of ingrained that those kind of kind of subservient roles or ha- which have traditionally been performed by women are still the norm today and will likely be in the future and this and that. I'm like, Oh God, it's just, we have so much work to do. I'm like, why is there so many stupid people? Oh God. Anyways. We do have a lot of work to do. And I, I actually never really even thought about that. I really want to read that article. So when you tweet it, I absolutely will yes. have a read. Yes. As someone who lives and breathes in the tech sector, I think you'll really get a good, uh, you, you'll have some good insight. I would love it. Hmm. But yeah, what does everybody else think about this? Did you see any straight white man tweeting happy International Women's Day that wasn't a well-crafted message from the organization's communications department? Let us know. Tweet me at Trey Posh or Chris at at Chris Craigwood or, of course, the podcast account, now serving PC. PC stands for podcast. I would just love to hear everybody's thoughts on this. I got into a war with a 15-year-old, as I told you, Chris, about because he was so disrespectful. And I was like, well, Honestly, I I am very nervous. However, I understand that you are just a product of your environment and that environment is the world at large. So <laughs> whatever. True. <laughs> but I think that's about all I have to say on that this week. Chris, any final thoughts before we sign off? No, this is fantastic. This is been- <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of just been like a celeb- celebratory episode, if you will. So I would just like to say for the record, happy International Women's Day to all the wonderful women in our lives. And I feel so lucky to be surrounded by so many wonderful women and also feel lucky to be surrounded by many men who have also empowered me to be strong and brave and, you know, all of that present company included. (laughs) Well, isn't that just the sweetest thing. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> um, until next week, have a great week, everyone. Bye, everyone. We want to hear from you. Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe. 